1: Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started.
3: Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio.
2: Hurts. Let's see if he can get something going.
4: There's Hurts. He's back. He it? Fires
2: touchdown. Oh. They really came out on fire. Hurts. 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 He is in such control. Hurts. Hurts. So good. What a fight so good. by Jalen Hurts. So Beautiful throw by Hertz. Three rushing touchdowns.
4: Give
5: me a little more
2: of that. Yeah. Boy, that hurts make magic happen. Jalen Hurts, number one. That really, really
0: hurts. Hurts so good. This guy fell.
6: Hurts, hurts, hurts so good. So good. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by NFL All Day. We're live here in New York City, but really, that music video makes me want to feel like we're in Philadelphia. It's Thursday, August 18th. My name is Jamie Erdahl, alongside Kyle Grant, Peter Schrager, and a Super Bowl champion, Jason McCourty. We just... We're in awe of that. Oh, that was fantastic.
4: Awesome. Somebody
0: needs to send that to Hurts. I mean, he would love that. Do you remember that what happens sure. after he's holding those fans? The stands collapse, oh, and he's just yeah. like, mm, <laughs> "All right, I'll still <laughs> take selfies." With you. So yeah, it's oh, so good in a lot of ways. That's yeah.
6: fantastic. We're going to get into Jalen Hurts. So it's time for the lead block. It's, it's time block. for the lead block. Hey, the Eagles and Browns are holding joint practices today and tomorrow, and we've got live coverage right here on NFL Now at 2 p.m. Eastern. And these two teams, they're going to play their preseason Week Two game on Sunday at 1 p.m. on NFL Network. But let's focus on the Philly side of things, shall we? Because Jalen Hurts is entering a crucial season. He put up some solid numbers in his first full year as a starter, and he got his team uh, a playoff berth, um but really the numbers could continue to trend in the right way for him if he wants to make his job a very permanent one in the city of brotherly love so what can jalen hurts do this season to become the eagles quarterback of the future
0: it's the elephant in the room because mm-hmm. this team is loaded everywhere else mm-hmm. i think they got really good on the defensive line adding jordan davis i think aj brown's an incredible addition at wide receiver uh is their quarterback any good? Is there? I think the song said it's good, I and I think that. the Eagles fans want to believe he's good, and I think that the intangibles are all there. Um, he wasn't incredibly accurate last year. Mm. He wasn't, and that's the empirical data. You look at the top five completion percentages in the league. This young man was down at the very bottom at 26, and he showed a tendency where oftentimes did not want to throw to the middle of the field, would go to the same guys and would find a way to find his sweet spot, roll, and do his thing. And in the playoff game, there were multiple passes where you were gasping for breath. I've got a lot of Eagles fans in my life. One of my friends is my friend Larry Baum. Larry and I were talking last night, and I'm like, how are you feeling about Jalen Hurts right now? He says, I love Jalen Hurts the person. I love Jalen Hurts the guy. Everything he says, the bravado, all that. I don't know if Jalen Hurts can play quarterback in the NFL at that level. Yeah, doesn't and I matter think if he's a good fair. guy, Larry. There's a lot of good guys, Larry. Yeah. There's
3: a ton. The Giants have a good guy at quarterback, they too. They
0: do. Yeah. Um, completion percentage is maybe an archaic stat in a world of PFF and QB rating. I was like, you need to complete the passes. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's the most accurate passer. And knowing that the Eagles have two first-round picks next year, knowing that this is going to be a quarterback-rich draft next year, I think he needs to be undeniable, and he needs to really raise that completion percentage and make it obvious that, no, no, not am I, I'm not an Achilles heel to this team. I'm not yeah. the weak part of this team. Mm-hmm. Not only the leader with my voice, I'm one of the best players on this team, and I can lead us to v- wins. I-, I feel good about the Eagles right now. I feel okay about Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. I just haven't seen it at that level on a consistent amount of time. Do
4: you feel better the first preseason game? He doesn't. He has no incompletions. Goes out there. It's preseason, but he's six for six, scores a touchdown. Took a hit. Took a hit. <laughs> a hit. Like, yeah, I, mean, I think he's maybe showing some of those signs, but I agree. He has to step up, and I think he has to step up in their big moments. Like you mentioned, that playoff game, he struggled. He had two interceptions. He had a fumble in that game. 23 of 43. When you talk about that completion percentage, like they're not going to be able to win with that. And I think in order for him to be the guy of the future, they have to be able to win, and he has to be able to perform in the playoffs at an extremely high level. The Eagles last year, yes, they made the playoffs. They had one win versus a winning football yeah, team wow,
1: last man. year. I didn't know that.
4: One First win team. versus a winning football it was team. Great run, but exactly, great run. But I don't think that's going to be the case this year and in those games versus those winning teams in the playoffs is when they need Jalen Hurts to step up the most. That's when guys are going to be leaning on him, looking to him to kind of take the mantle. When we talk about these great quarterbacks, franchise quarterbacks, it's in those moments that we see and we're talking about them all offseason. Oh man, they lost the game, but did you see the way he performed? He made every throw down the stretch. Third down, fourth down. Those are going to be the plays they need for Jalen Hurts. because like you said, he can make plays with his feet. He can make plays outside the pocket. He has that it factor, if you want to say it. So we just need to see the consistency, completion rate, and showing up in those big games and performing.
3: Yeah. The, the thing with a guy being a good guy and a good teammate, it, it, it's, it's always like a red flag for me a little bit. It's the first thing that comes up. I like yeah. that. Don't get me wrong. But, like, the first thing I want to hear is he, he can really ball. Mm. Oh, also, he's a great guy. He happens to be a good guy. Yeah. You know what's not going to happen next year? What's not going to happen is the Eagles, let's say they have a disappointing season and finish 7-10 and 10 or 8-9. and nine. It's never going to be that, and but Hurts was great. He was amazing. We just It's always going to be his fault, no matter what. He's the quarterback in that town. If they don't get it done, it's going to be his fault. So he needs to win. He needs to be back in the playoffs. You can't take a step back. Also, I think he and A.J. Brown need to be a thing. They, he needs to make A.J. Brown the Philadelphia superstar, almost like when T.O. came with McNabb. Yeah. Like The Eagles are invested in A.J. Brown. He's not going anywhere. He is the wide receiver one indefinitely. Howie Roseman said, you're the guy. So if Jalen Hurts is airmailing him or not finding him or it's two catches for 21 yards on a given loss, that's a problem. you got to make A.J. Brown a superstar because he has tenure. You do not. Um, the thing that looms large, though, is what Peter said, two first-round picks next year. Everybody already loves that draft. If this is a meandering season, I think it's. I think they'll take one. I don't think they're going to do the thing, especially Howie, where, well, we're the Giants and we're going to pass on Justin Herbert because we have Daniel Jones. We're going to pass on this pick because I think they'll take somebody. I really do. Because one of the things that's going right now for Jalen Hurts is that he's cheap. He's second, really cheap. Second round pick. Second round pick. It's nothing. But he starts, you know, if you're going to extend him eventually, yeah, he better be great. So there's a lot of pressure on him because... If he does a nice fine season and they get to the wild card and lose again, but there's some, you know, some some problems. I still think they draft a quarterback. I think they're gonna get busy living like they have before. Remember, this team thought they had the guy in Wentz. Like they were burned. They said, next 12 years, we have our guy. Uh, I don't think they're gonna be burned again. I think unless Hurts is undeniable this year, likely they take a quarterback next year. That's wow. a lot to wow. be in. a lot.
6: So everything we've heard in this offseason, though, from like an X's and O's standpoint is that Jalen Hurts has put in all the work that he needed to to focus on the completion issues that he had and to stay in the pocket and hang there and make some tough decisions and tough throws. So I'm hoping, for his sake, that the work in the offseason transpires to the field. Philadelphia, unlike any other team, correct me if I'm wrong, is the team, the quarterback needs to be beloved by the city
3: yeah, I hear and
6: that. by the organization almost equal to the success on the field. I mean, I cannot think, I was racking my brain last night about an organization where that, the the the, the sync that has to happen between the fan base and the team has to line up. And Jalen Hurts' personality and the way he came to this team through college mm-hmm. and in his NFL career is ripe for Philadelphia to love him. I'm fairly, I lived in Philadelphia for 18 months. I'm fairly certain I saw a bumper sticker here and there that said, "I was wrong" and let me show you what I'm going to do about it. <laughs> I mean, and nothing nothing screams that more to me than when he got hit in that preseason game yeah. and what happened with his teammates. Yeah, he good. takes this yeah. late hit and everyone panics and not in like a don't Boom. hurt, oh, like don't hurt our quarterback. It is like, I am gonna go to bat for you. And that is exactly what Philadelphia fans, that's how they're gonna act for their guy. And we see it right here. Look at line after line, from prominent guys on this team, the head coach, he's on phase. Brandon Graham, who is the all-out leader on that team. We wanna make sure we take care of him and protect him. Lane Johnson. We don't want to see him go down like that, but my my favorite one is the last one. He walks his talk every day, and I love him even more for that. I mean, there are talented quarterbacks out there who maybe have 99% completion rating, congratulations, but Philadelphia is a very special place where that quarterback needs to be able to walk down Broad Street and hang. And yeah. Jalen Hurts is one of those guys, and I, he's got to win. He's got to complete the passes. But for an offense that, what is he going to have to throw? T- between 20 and 30 passes? If he really has to, half of them have to go to A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. He, the completion number has to go up, but his style mm-hmm. – On and off the field, it fits for Philadelphia. And I just, I think he works here. And so the football has to improve, but I I think he has... A, a greater potential to have buy-in from the team mm-hmm. because his style applies to the Eagles so much.
3: I agree completely. And I, I wonder how that play would have gone if the hit happened on the Eagles sideline. Because it was on the Jets' sideline. It would have been a massively different scene. Mm-hmm. But I think you're onto something. I was thinking about this, too. Like, sometimes the play, you got to beat the Cowboys and you got to beat the Giants. Sometimes, certainly nationally, if there's that, like, viral moment that changes the whole conversation about you, like— uh, certainly the Jalen Hurts thing where the, the stands collapsed. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I remember when Dak was becoming a thing, he threw, a, 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 like, a yes. rolled-up cup into a garbage can Man and up. missed, and then got up and put yes. it back and in. Like, like, Dak oh, is a great shit. guy. Yeah, and yeah, in yeah, Philly, yeah. like, wrong or right... They will still refer to Donovan McNabb throwing up in the huddle. Like, it's still an optic that they cannot get over because they want toughness and all, mm-hmm. all the stuff that he showed. So, I think that moment on the sideline actually meant something to Philly. I but also think that the more.
0: fans think that Carson Wentz was mentally weak and I couldn't handle it. And this guy's not. He's this not. guy I'm is not. the difference. Yes. He's the anti Wentz. This guy has been overlooked. And who do this- they rally behind? Nick Foles yes. and that yeah. you
3: know, R-rated nickname that they loved. Yeah, but but you know? I'll give you
0: this. Gardner Minshew's looming, and that fan base can quickly turn on you, too. And <laughs> Gardner Minshew's well, the that, number two. And Minshew, Mich- any fan base is going to love They love Minshew. Yeah.
4: So, what he stands for, how you know, he carries himself. About yeah. The miracle. Minshew, the miracle. I, know, I mean, he I performs when he's out there. Mm-hmm. You can't deny that. Mm-hmm. Can't.
6: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, Philadelphia is such a unique place when we go to answer questions like that. Any other team, I think about it just from a football perspective. The second the Eagles come into the conversation, I'm like, well, hold up. Yeah. Like, how is the market and how are the fans going to yeah. interpret this? Because you go and read how the media portrays players from training camp versus the national spotlight. Sometimes it's like a vastly different interpretation. No, mm-hmm. oh, big time. It's fascinating. I still think
3: half the jerseys in that stadium are Dawkins with the sweatshirt <laughs> because Dawkins was a maniac. <laughs> oh, he yeah. was great. You he was know, love it. Totally, totally.
6: Oh. It's time to look at the best moments presented by NFL All Day, and it was an absolute best moment for Derwin James yesterday when he got paid. His agent, David Muligata, tweeting out this, Man, this never gets old. I couldn't be happier to watch Derwin James' joy finding out he could go back to practice. Yes, you did read that right. First thing he said after I told him he was now the highest paid safety in the NFL history in NFL history was, Now I can start practicing, right? Yeah, you can. Um, so all of this being said like my first thought was like Kyle how did you react when you realized you were the highest paid soap opera actor in history <laughs> of all time
3: No I think that would have gone <laughs> No okay, to okay you. yeah that's Deacon not Hall, it Was the text challenge yeah. yeah. and Alfonso Dang it did we you were have all text when can, can I get back now. to these I having... lines I got Dang put it. into a Bowen Hope's top 8 when that okay, happened. Okay good 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 uh, yeah, when you know, I like, heard this Irwin though James, I James I was thrilled because he's one of the most likable players in all the league and one of the most talented Listen, he also is in that club that I I look at, like uh, Grant Hill and Mm. Ken Griffey Jr. and Fred Taylor of amazing talents who are injured a lot. The last 49 Chargers games, he's missed 30 of them. Mm -hmm. So you hate that. And you would think maybe the Chargers are scared of that. They're obviously not. And they're like, we care. We, we, We think we're past that. We believe in Derwin. And then my next thought was, all right, you made all this money in the world. Beat Patrick Mahomes. Beat Patrick Mahomes. That is your job. You are a safety in the AFC West. I don't care right now about Denver or Las Vegas. You have to beat number 15 with Kansas City. That is your job. Pick him off. Sack him. Strip sack him. Do whatever you got to do. He is 2-3 and three against Mahomes, which is actually pretty good considering how that division's gone. Um, so, long story short... Happy for him. I guess I'll be a little concerned about the injury thing, and now you got to go to work, and it's all about 15 in red. You got to beat him.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, the Chargers pay him to be the highest paid safety, having not played 30 of the last 49 games, which tells you how much he's in importance to them and no how doubt. they were willing to do it. And it's like, I talked to Brandon Staley this offseason, and we were talking about Derwin James because I think, obviously, he's one of the most dynamic players. But he also is the signal caller out there. He's the one calling things out. He could play corner if you want, he could play linebacker if you want, he can play high, he can play low, he could play anywhere. He's one of the most dynamic players in the league. Um, but this Chargers defense is an all star team on paper. They were terrible last year. So, when's it all going to come together? And the hope is you pay all these guys and you trade for Khalil Mack and you get J.C. Jackson. And now everyone could stay healthy, including Derwin, who was healthy last year and made the Pro Bowl. Um, and then they could put it all together because, like you said, Mahomes isn't going anywhere. And Devontae Adams is there. And of course, Russell Wilson has joined it too. Uh, important player for this team but of course a giant unknown considering they've got a lot of fancy names let's see it actually happen on Well
1: mm-hmm.
6: let's also appreciate the fact that he is now the highest paid player at this position for all of two months and two days that lasted for Minka Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. because the Steelers just gave him that four year $73.6 million contract extension mm-hmm. 36 of which are guaranteed um, these two in that draft class I remember that going into that draft Peter correct me if I'm wrong it was like The who's who of, like, who's going to be better? Who should they take? Where should they go? The argument was endless about these two, and now they have set the standard for this draft class at this position, which I'm thrilled for them. Um, But the two of them also, Jason, I want to pick your brain on this, have, I feel like, totally revolutionized this position in particular to almost play positionless Mm -hmm. backfield coverage. And how much do you think that has changed the demands on this position in the NFL?
4: It's huge because these guys, and I'll speak specifically in Derwin James first, There was footage of him covering Keenan Allen in one-on-ones in practice. This guy can do it all. He can play deep. He can come up in the box, tackle in the run game, and he can cover. A safety that can cover a guy in the slot, Mm -hmm. like a Keenan Allen who's an automatic first down on third down, changes the game. Nika Fitzpatrick, the Dolphins drafted him, and they played him at corner for a year. He played at safety. These guys can do it all for Mm -hmm. their defense, and another guy that can do it all is Kevin Byard in Tennessee as we're talking about some of the best safeties in the NFL. This is a guy, you talk about impact on a team. This is a guy, Tennessee hadn't been to the playoffs since 2008. He gets there in 2016, and his six seasons, they've been to the playoffs four times. Wow. So you talk about making an impact. He's led the safeties and in interceptions since he's been in the league. This isn't a guy who's just, oh yeah, he's an all pro, but he's changing the trajectory of his team in that defense. He's the unsung leader on that team. He's the guy doing all the talking in the huddle, the same way that Staley's talking about Derwin James. Mm-hmm. This guy's been doing it. Getting his team Into the playoffs. So, as we talk about highest paid safeties and where guys rank, Kevin Bayard to me is the best safety in the NFL. Why not mention him in this segment? I love But I love the Durham James game, pay. Guy deserves it. That's the market.
6: It's so fun to see those draft classes that have a very specific position where there were just stars sprinkled throughout. And then Mm -hmm. it's like the gift like four years later, we see all the contracts pop up. It's fantastic. (laughs) Um, Okay, it's time for Good Morning Football Fantasy Draft. Pick order lottery. Okay. Let's the do lottery? It. Um, Bring up the... What do we call this thing?
3: The lotto machine. The lotto like, machine,
6: yes. Oh, and yeah, we, I we... I know. Yesterday, we did the helmet. Yeah. Yesterday, oh. we did the helmet. And today, we're going to do... Oh. Um, Kyle, do you want to come be my, my it movie? Looks like we guy?
3: Got, we do It looks do got a new budget for this, okay, so we're gonna okay. draft wide receivers, and this is the order. This is of the, the order. Draft.
6: Yesterday we did the helmet, and that right. got vetoed. So there's initials. In so is here. this four
3: or one? What's coming out first?
6: Um, what do you What, what do you want to do?
3: Let's go down from four to four one. To oh my four my to God. one. Okay, there you Switching go. Oh, Who's the number four pick?
6: That. All right, number four pick. Oh. Again, Peter
4: Schrager. Peter Peter oh, no, I, I was told
6: wrong. that I might have to assist the machine, but I really just want to let it handle its, it's business a beautiful here. Beautiful machine. I know, it right? Is. Maybe it's the roller. Oh man, I should not work on a cruise line. Here we go. <laughs> Come, Come on. on! Come on! Near that one.
4: There we go. There
3: we go. Who's number three? Oh. Number three pick. Jamie Urda. Okay. And Jamie. All right. all right. So either Jason or I have the oh, there we one go. pick.
6: Yep. Number two, two pick. The number two. Kyle Jason. It's, it's just, just again. It's just meant to be. Oh my oh, God. God. It's just meant to right. be. All right. All right. That's next. So, so it goes gonna, Jason, yep.
3: Kyle, Jamie, Peter, and Snake. we'll draft wide receivers next segment. Yeah. Next. segment. Let's
6: Snakes. And then Peter's gonna have that back to back. You guys, did you watch your Twitter? So you got buried for some more picks. I know. But
4: you got Barry. Then you got highlight yes, You didn't yes, know so how to feel great. about was,
6: fantasy, yeah. Football. Yeah. Oh my yeah, at fantasy football. Quarterback, yeah, so I'm new to this. So I can't wait yeah, until wide sure. receiver. Bunch is, oh, of light up head. Head. <laughs>
3: you guys all know. <laughs> all right, which Matthew Barry, hello. i have
6: circled on your fantasy draft boards. I'm sure you're going to tell us because you're going to pick apart our teams. Our, our mock draft is next.
0: Uh, does
3: Debo come as a wide receiver? <laughs> uh, wide receiver. Uh, wide, receiver. Wide, back. wide receiver. Wide back. He's on the list.
7: Okay, quick math.
3: Check
0: out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you
1: get your
5: podcasts. Hey, That's my, my game,
1: <laughs> All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started.
2: Left side of the end zone. Leaping grab to back. Touchdown!
4: Buffalo, Stephon Diggs, by the downfield for Chase. Yeah! Caught.
3: Touchdown!
2: Oh, and he throws to the end zone. Touchdown! He's JJ! He lets it go. Deep left end zone. Cooper Cup twisting. Touchdown, Cooper Cup. Touchdown,
1: LA!
3: There's so many good wide receivers. <laughs> oh, there's so many good ones. How do you pick them in fantasy football? We're going to do it right now. This is going to be one of our Good Morning Football fantasy drafts by position. Yesterday, we did a draft based purely on <laughs> On quarterbacks. We only drafted quarterbacks. We went around the table and around and around. Here's how it came out. Upper left corner, Jason McCourty took Josh Allen number one overall. Then it went Herbert, Mahomes, Lamar Jackson to Peter and then snakes all the way around. There's a Trey Lance pick in there. Mm -hmm. And if you notice Aaron Rodgers to the fourth in the bottom right corner and the very last quarterback taken in our four round draft was Tua Tonga-Vailoa of the Miami Dolphins. Here's who you think won the draft yesterday. Uh Now, listen. This is why you wanted this. I don't know what you mean. Um, (laughs) Will Salva weighed in. He thought Peter had the best quarterback class. That was more like the Electoral College. This is the popular vote they thought I did. Uh, See, Erdahl took some chances. She took the Trey Lance ride, and you got 9% of the vote.
6: I am calling you out on this. About what? This didn't exist on Twitter, I swear. Did you just make this up so you could show that you I
3: don't you were live the my life team? on social media. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a family man just not on Insta. Shit, Peter, did you? Dang it. <laughs> all right, but all right, listen. That's yesterday. That's irrelevant. This is the day. Today, we're doing wide receivers. And if you're watching last segment, you saw that we picked our draft order. So we're going to, this is a wide receivers only. We're going to do PPR. 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 And uh, the PPR. draft order is going to be as follows. Jason McCourty one. Yes. I'm the two pick. Then Jamie and then Peter again in the four spot. And like you get that. four and five. I like the same spot. So here we go. We're on the clock. Wide receivers only, PPR fantasy football. Jason McCourty, you are in the number one pick. Take any wide receiver in the world.
4: This was this is tough for me. Tough. I mean, oh, I love the there's so many around. names. You know, I'm going to go with Mr. Devonte Adams. First, first.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. new oh.
0: quarterback.
4: I believe he's the best receiver in the league. Okay. College quarterback, best friends. He's going to get his guy the ball. Devonte Going Devontae. First. All right. Going Devonte.
3: Okay.
6: That really opens things um, up.
3: Yesterday, I took great pleasure in taking um, Patrick Mahomes away from Peter. Yeah. And now the, all Peter wants in this draft. that's all nice he wants. now I've
6: wanted to throw. It's
3: all he wants is to draft a wide receiver for Los Angeles Rams. I'm <laughs> not going to do it because I'm taking Cooper Cup wow. wow. I'm sorry, bud. Yeah. It's fantasy. It's rivalry. Cooper Cup off the board. Uh, Jamie, who do you got? I
6: thought you were going to steal um, my yep. school clap from me, but we you know did not. Going I'm going to go Justin Jefferson. We know that. Justin great. Jefferson. Great. All great. day. Oh. All day. Just it's shredding great. this list.
0: Okay. Jamie, I was going to ask you to do the gritty real quick uh, with the take of Justin Jefferson. Can we get the camera, guys? If we've had none on my face, can we get this? Uh-oh. Impromptu. This is where we love. Oh. Yes. Oh, okay. yes. Yes. yes! Yes! Okay. Okay! The
3: goggles at the end, right? That's got the only it. part I can do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, so yeah. three players off. Peter, you are on. You, gotta go. you got to go. The gritty
0: bought me some time. I wanted, ju- <laughs> I wanted Jamar Chase. I'm okay. going to take Man, him as Jamar my Chase. first wide receiver. Does that mean you're going to gritty, too? Uh, yeah, I do Does he gritty? I don't know. He yeah. who doesn't. LSU, Exactly. who doesn't? Yeah. Jamar Chase, and I'm going to also take. Here's one. You guys hate the Cowboys. Give me C.D. Lamb. Oh, oh. I'll pick. I will Man. take him. Okay.
6: Okay. Um, uh, it's back oh, to Jamie Erdolf So easy. So easy. Give me Stefan Dick. Ah. Yep. That that, that did guy. feel good to take that from you. That did this, feel good. That was oh, my yes. guy.
3: Oh. Uh, All right. I, I'm up. I'm the and, one you're take um, with. I'm, I'm I, I'm, guess who you're not going with? I know, this. I know. You are not going, going to be drafting Debo Sanders. I, oh, I know. I am. I got Debo. I got. Cooper, angry I'm runs. feeling good. I know, I know. you're going that route. <laughs> you got oh. the NFC West covered. I do.
4: Oh I was man! Two picks, Jason. Two picks. Back to back. Yeah. There we go. I'm going to go with Mr. Consistent. I'm going to go with Mike Evans. Okay. All right. Started with it Mike will never Evans. Never be a bad pick. Mr. Mm-hmm. Consistent. And then Harry, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a chance. I, I, I went with Tua yesterday. I'm gonna go with his guy today. There you go. I'm gonna go with Tyreek Hill. Okay. Take a chance. He, I, don't takes, like, I don't like it. I don't just it. On South Beach. Okay,
3: so that is pick number nine. Um, where are we now? We just went to Jason and now we now go to you. you. Not to me. you. Yes. Yeah, it's not it's not Peter, it's me. So I already have Cooper Cup and I already have Debo Samuel, and I will add to that, this is when it gets tough. All right. New face, new place. Mm. Uh, give me A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown, wow. Philadelphia okay. Eagles, as my wide receiver three, feeling pretty good. Jamie, you are up with your third pick.
6: Um, I can't really justify taking points away from two wide receivers on the sixth. Oh, I don't have Jamar Chase. I
3: thought I did. No. Nope. <laughs> I'm, I'm still gonna go.
6: I'm still gonna go. I'm still gonna change it up. I'm gonna go with Michael Pittman.
3: Mm. Michael, Michael Pittman, Pittman from the Indianapolis Colts. Yep. Jamie does what Jamie does. I like how I she. I respect dressed. the heck out of. I this did too. To
0: chalk. Uh, is it my turn, Peter? You get yes, two picks back is. to back. Back to back. Gosh, does anyone love the crappy Dolphins more than Jason McCordy? Uh, <laughs> uh, there we go. Let's go. Uh, gosh, uh, <laughs> so many Dolphins. I'm <laughs> Don't do be fine, you'll win nine games this year. <laughs> um, give, uh, give me Carolina Panther, DJ Moore. What? What? DJ and you're DJ gonna be
6: shocked at my pick? Unbelievable. He seems to do
0: everything on the field. Mm-hmm. Unless he
6: gets back to back.
0: Yeah, and then, oh, 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 this is tough. This is
3: your last player, Peter. Last Peter on t- t- Team Schreger. This is it.
0: I am going to go. Mm. with Washington commander Terry Terry McClellan. Wow. Scary Terry. I like it, Where's the C on his jersey? Uh, Also got paid. Let's uh, go, team. (laughs) Sorry, Dolphins. You're up next.
3: Jamie, you're up. This is your Um, last
4: pick. Last pick.
6: I mean, he's sitting there. Go with him then. He. Take he. He knows. Five seconds. He knows. Take he. Oh no, I am not. I'm
4: gonna go Keenan Allen. Oh, oh,
6: yeah. Allen is rock Are you, solid. Were you, were
4: you thinking of T.
3: Higgins? Yeah, I was. yeah SEC. I, yeah. I thought. I know. All right. The, this is to, to round out my team. We have two picks left, myself, and then Jason will pick yes. the last pick of the draft. You know, what I'm gonna go with here. I'm going anti chalk. I want a piece of this action. I'm thinking big touchdowns win me my fantasy matchup. I'm going Gabe Davis of the Buffalo. Wow. Gabe Davis. Two. I'm going for it. I like it. I want. He's my wide receiver four. I'm stacked.
4: I circled my pick a few picks ago. That's who
6: I wanted. Because you knew we weren't going to go there?
4: I, I didn't think. Bring it home. Let's ride. Oh. Cortland Sutton.
6: Cortland oh, Sutton! Sutton. Oh, Cortland! Let's go. You Sutton. Sutton. Let's go. A lie. We love some pretty hefty. T. Higgins games on the undrafted. Board
3: there. Yeah, we did. We DK did.
0: Metcalf undrafted.
3: undrafted. Jalen Waddell undrafted. undrafted. Yes. Mm, Mike yeah. Williams undrafted. Michael Pittman drafted. Erdogan got him. Let's see the board. Let's take us through it. I Peter, like you, it. You, you're, you're our NFL draft uh, expert yeah. at yeah. draft season.
0: I want you to just break down the board and tell us what you think. First of all, Regina in, in graphics, amazing turning this around, around yeah. in three seconds. <laughs> yep. Love you for that. Gabe Davis is the biggest shocker, Kyle. We have had many Bills guests on. They all rave about Gabe Davis. Emmanuel Sanders sat in Jason's chair and was talking about how Gabe Davis might be the number one this year. Did that help convince you? Why would you go Gabe Davis this high?
3: Because my first three are just kind of, I don't want to say they're stock, but they're just, they're the guys you pick. In the last round, I like to take a flyer. Some people at this table like to take a flyer in the second round. I like to take it in the fourth round. I went for it, and um, I like my team. Uh, Jason McCordy, how do you feel about your team?
4: I feel pretty good. I want to know who's the flyer in the second round that you're referring
3: to. Yeah. Um... No, man? no, I guess it was more the third round. I think the pick that shook things up was the pit. Pittman. The Pittman pick. Tell us about the Pittman pick for the Colts.
6: You know what? I, it, it's, it, I don't know. It's just like the we're crossing names off the list. Mm. We're looking at our analysis. I'm cross-referencing it with some of my guys that I used to work with. Okay. And <laughs> and it just it just felt like we were a little bit too automatic. And I like it. I, 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 I think, to shake and Matt Ryan is I respect like, it. He's I gonna it settle too. in at quarterback there. He is. He's gonna, he's gonna PPR too.
3: I, I like it. I like it. It. The names that were left off, I, maybe the biggest one might be DK Metcalf. T. D.K.
6: D.K. Higgins. T. Higgins, Higgins, yeah. Higgins. We're going to be Yeah. It's, it's, it's um, I think, think Abe Davis. Um the thing that really rattled me at the beginning, and it took me like a minute, I actually was glad I was a third pick, was the fact that apparently 10 million, no, three million people voted on that thing that I never saw, and yep. I got less than 10% of the votes. I'm getting a, c I'm getting a comeback. Thank, Let's you, do it. Mar- thank you, Mark Grillo, for reminding me of that in my year. 3 million, 3, million three million people, people voted vote. and I got less than my core. Quarterback, I'm my quarterback pick. Quarterback. So, guess what? My wide right. receivers. All right, <laughs> I'm the pullout. i I can only, only, up from there. I can only go up from here. <laughs>
0: we're having a ton of fun on the show, and now we're going to bring in a friend of the program. Uh, our NFL Network front office analyst, three-time Super Bowl champion, five-time NFL Executive of the Year, and all-around good man. Welcome back, Scott. B- what well, up, Scott? Scott. Scott.
2: Yeah. Good morning, everyone. Great to be back. Sorry, I missed you last week. Truly.
0: I know. We had some technical difficulties. You're back. You're better than ever. And you're right on time because this is where front offices are really putting together their rosters and how it's going to all shape out for the regular season. Roster reduction day, not a fun day, but it's quickly approaching. We've seen several different instances of players being cut or released ahead of that deadline. When you're sitting here, going into the second week of the preseason, late August, what are some of the reasons a team may want to let go of someone now as opposed to September when the rubber
2: hits the road? Yeah, Peter, so there's a number of reasons. And to me, the most common reasons that we use were about – Position flexibility, roster flexibility, but also the most important one, which was about empathy. As you look at this situation, some players during this time of year are injured. And there's a lot of backroom negotiations going on as to what's going on with injury settlements. Because some players cannot be released if they're not healthy. So there's a lot of time that needs to be taken going into injury settlements. And you want to clear the books of the injured players, but treat them fairly. So there's doctor's conversations, there's trainer conversations, there's negotiations negotiations with the players and the agents when you're going to release them but to me again the biggest thing is treating players the right way and when you have to drop down with large numbers when you go and you have to cut over 20 players what you need to do is give space for time to talk with the players, spend time with the players. And you wanna make sure these are players, You know they give a lot to the team, a lot to you. So what you wanna do is make sure that these tough conversations have enough time in order to treat players the way that they need to be treated. So what you wanna do is maybe do some of these early Because if you leave them to the last day, you're just not going to have enough time to get the releases done, have the conversations, and then also release publicly the information that you need to get out.
6: Hmm. Well, one player, Scott, that's not going anywhere, is Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. He publicly called (laughs) out his struggling teammates when he spoke to the media. He has since had a meeting with those young wide receivers to address his comments. So walk us through this. When a veteran like Aaron Rodgers calls out his team like that, how does it go down with the front office? Do you get involved? What does the behind the scenes of a situation like this look like?
2: Jamie, this is a terrific question. So you generally need to stay out of the locker room, especially with the veteran quarterback. They should have the sense of how they need to handle their team, how they need to handle their veteran players, their younger players. So the front office and the coaches – the coaches may have a little bit more involvement or advice for them but yesterday what went down was really uncommon for a quarterback to call his teammates out through the media the way that he did you know all those years i spent with tom brady he used to rip players he would get on players but he never did it publicly i spent time around a couple of the toughest coaches in the history of the game in parcells and belichick they always kept things within the family and respectful aaron clearly has a different style it's his locker room He's gonna learn how to handle it. This is the way he wants to handle it. But again, I've been around a lot of successful people, you know, and watching Peyton Manning. There was a guy who would get after his players, but he generally did it in a quiet, more private, respectful way. You know, we were talking about Bill Russell, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And I also remember one of the things that, you know, talk about one of the greatest all time, winners of all time. He used to say, if we allow our personal battles within and outside the organization become too personal, we're setting ourselves up for failure because, remember, the goal is to win championships.
4: Hmm. Yeah, without a doubt, what's said in those the locker room, those meeting rooms, goes a long way. And Aaron Rodgers is at joint practice, as are a lot of players right now this week in the NFL. Scott, from a front office standpoint, what do you see as more beneficial and what do you pay attention more, those joint practices or the actual preseason
2: hmm. games? <laughs> you know, I'll say this. Really, you get valuable – information from both the practice and the game but i love the joint practices because as you know what happens before those joint practices is coaches spend time from each team communicating one another with one another and they want to set up practices to be purposeful so you create a joint practice that makes sure that you have certain situations one team may say hey i want to work a little bit more on our third and long situations hey I wanna work on some more red zone stuff. So the important communication that goes on between the coaches is really, really critical because it allows situational football to be done. A lot of special team situations get done there. And what happens though, is when you get your players to be able to compete against players from another team, the tempo comes up and the looks are different. So you're getting a chance to evaluate players and also get players to react differently. The other thing that you get out of those practices from a front office standpoint is, you get an opportunity to watch nine other players from the league up close and intimately not only to to see what they do on the field but what they're doing off the field so it gives you a chance to see players that you may want on your football team at some point in time and the games are critical obviously because there's a general flow to a game where situations come up more organically and then you want to see how your team responds to that in the preseason for teaching purposes
3: Back to the Packers, Scott. They played a preseason game, and their second-string quarterback threw three interceptions. Uh, A lot of takes, including from Aaron Rodgers, about who was at fault for those interceptions meant not necessarily Jordan Love. But it's always so complicated with him, Scott, because we may not see Jordan Love for an entire year, and these preseason games loom large for his long-term future in the NFL and with the Packers. So get into the mind of their front office, really any front office, when a young quarterback struggles in the preseason like this so early. Is there a panic, and how do you handle it?
2: Kyle, I think it's way too soon to panic. It's important this year for him because it is his third season. But they made a decision. It's something they're sticking with. They've got to stick with it. When he makes these mistakes, if these mistakes are really his, the interceptions, or are they the young receivers Find out and do the teaching. You know, again, I go back to Tom Brady. In his second season, which was his first year as a starter, His fifth game as a starter, he threw four interceptions against the Denver Broncos. Our record dropped to three and four. We ended up going to the Super Bowl that year. I'm not comparing Jordan Love in any way to Tom Brady. I'm just saying that young quarterbacks are going to make mistakes. Young players are going to make mistakes. What you need to do is take those moments and see how quickly they learn and correct those mistakes. Because again, they've made a decision. That's who they've got to move forward with. So to me, again young players making mistakes if handled appropriately and rationally without insecurity they are going to learn from it and become better if they're good enough
0: awesome insight scott we appreciate you coming on you'll be on all during the season on tuesdays have a great rest of your summer and uh stick with it and you know what we're going to be getting to you next tuesday because hopefully we'll have some more clarity on some of these rosters as well Mm
2: -hmm. thanks everybody have a great weekend and i'll see you soon
1: Turn on Easy Mode at AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started.
0: The regular season is almost here, and... I couldn't be more excited. It means my patients will be here more often than ever before. You see, I am Peter Schrager, MD, and I come and I talk through the problems of fan bases of some of the most downtrodden franchises in the NFL. My patients come, they speak to me, and I tell them whether they're going to be okay or not. In fact, today I've got a loaded schedule. Let's see who's first on the docket. Oh, okay. Like
6: They get down to the last two minutes and then they does not And, like, that's the coach's fault, but the coaches are new. And, like, I just don't know what to do with it. Hi, Jamie. Hi. I'm stressed. As you should be. I am so stressed because, like, I have this, there's this person on Good Morning Football. She's new. She's on in the mornings. And, like, she's making me think that Kirk Cousins is, like, the reason why we lost games last year. But, like, I really think it was other people making the decisions. And, like, who has the ball in his hands? He could be the game-winning guy. Like, I don't know. Is he my guy? There's a
0: lighter, lighter energy in Minnesota right now. There is a lightness, there is a feeling of a youthful exuberance from the head coach. Mm-hmm. But I look to you, and you look in that mirror, why are you blaming this on that jersey? Why would you buy his jersey if you think he is to blame? Why are you putting this on him? Is there not something you're projecting onto yourself, and that there's something from your childhood and your losses with this franchise? This is a new team. Why are you dipping into your memories as a 90s child and losing to the Falcons in an NFC Championship game after going 15-1? and Why are you blaming... That memory on this quarterback, he did no wrong.
6: I mean, we all want to have main character energy. You know, I feel like when I was a kid, I just wanted to be the star. I wanted to be the person that people relied upon. And I just feel like I want that out of Kirk Cousins. I mean, I don't know and then I feel like I'm haunted by other teams that we're going to have to go through in the NFC like it's just a lot of You on cannot
0: my team. have an Aaron Rodgers in security not now not to say you've come too far as a I know, patient. You're right, we right. have been here so many times I over know. the years. He, he is me. not your problem. He is in his own situation. He doesn't have a wide receiver right now that he can even trust. Right. You have two. You've got Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Yes. Vikings, we're gonna be okay this year. Tell yourself it's gonna be tell yes. me it's gonna be okay. It's
6: gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. We have Justin, we have Adam, like we have we have Kevin O'Connell, like it, it, he's our guy, he's our coach. Like Do you not feel better? I do feel better. I feel lighter, I feel brighter. Like, wow, thank you, Doctor. Of course. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Jamie, thank you. He it's the guy. It's that's thank the thing. Skull. It's, it's great. That's it's it. It's gonna be okay.
0: Who's next? Who else do we have here? What do we have coming through my door? Why do I see a cast? Oh no, what is this? Oh hello Jason. They're hurt. I'm hurt. I see the hat.
4: First it was Makai Becton. Now it's Zach. I don't know what to do, Doc. I I, I, mean, I, I I, need to stand up. I've been sitting all day. I, I can't walk around. I mean, I'm on the phone with Fireman Ed. We're Fireman about, Ed. We're trying to figure
0: <laughs> out like what to do. And I, I, my foot hurts. What I, did you I expect? Just, uh, what were you expecting? I, I need to know your expectations. Did you see I'm draft? I'm a harsh doctor. I tell the truth sometimes. What were you expecting? Did you see our draft? I saw the draft. What did you think was going to happen? This we added week? some sauce to the equation? Why do you convince yourselves year after year after year that this is going to be different? I managed. Breathe- Green. Expectations, young Jason.
4: I bleed green. I'm from New York. I've been with this franchise forever. We J E T
0: S. Fireman Ed said we were going to be better this year. Fireman Ed has nothing to do with this current situation and your blind loyalty. I understand you could be optimistic, you could be positive, but your quarterback's going to be out a few weeks. You suddenly think that this is not going to be. You weren't going to win the Super Bowl anyway. My brother plays in, he's, he's hes a fan of the New England Patriots. They're, they beat us for years. I don't know. How am I going to talk trash? How change. am I going to wear my hat to Thanksgiving? It will change. The tide will turn. But let's manage on day to day. Yes. Let's get through today. Let's get through week one. Let's get through week two. This thought that not having Mekhi Becton and Zach Wilson is going to set this franchise back 15 years, what would you expect? Nessus, it would be a growing time and we would like to see them together on the field. But please don't internalize this. You're a good man. You're a good father. You're a good husband. Yes. You're a good soul. We're getting better, too. We're
4: improving. We have Joe Flacco. Uh, You're right. Joe Flacco. You're right. Flashback to 2012. We're going to be okay. I I think I'm going to be okay. You know, next week, there's some brother issues I have going yeah. on. We're going to talk about that, Doc. <laughs> you
0: can do that. It doesn't do
4: anything to do with football either. I feel, I, feel, I feel better, you know? I mean, hopefully that mental impact will go down to the physical and the foot will heal. Doc, Dr. Schrager, you're the best, man.
0: You talk that out yourself, my Thank friend. You, you talk that out yourself. It's going to be better. We're healing. I'm about to be done with the day, except I have one last patient. And uh, never
3: let Wilbur Marshall go. go. When Wilbur Marshall was gone, the whole defense was changed, and Coach Ryan was the heart and soul of that. We've never recovered since. How are you, Doc? How you doing? I'm in from Berwyn. I'm a Bears fan. I'm uh, referencing a a, a, a sketch on the Saturday Night Live program that's never referenced about Polish sausage in the lining of my heart, and I feel like I got everything in the lining of my heart with this Bears team. Can you make me feel a little bit better with those lumber glasses? I do love... That you appreciate Robert Smigel and George. White. I love Smigel. Michael Jordan was on the sketch, and Chris Farley. You had
0: all of them there, Mike Myers. Let me Why ask you something. Can you doc? not move beyond 1985?
3: Because I was there. We, I we know had, you we were there. Hampton. You tell me every we week. Den- you were I there. love the '85 team. Let me ask you something, Doc. What's going to be in worse shape for us this year? Our guy Fields or our actual field? Can you tell us? Can you? We can't even grow grass. This thing right here is superior to the surface at Soldier Field, the iconic Please Soldier put Field, my office where Walter Payton. Got- I bought Dennis that. at me- Pier 1 Imports. We're on, we're on a pier right now, a Navy pier. We're ready to jump off into the water because people are saying we're going to get the number one pick. We haven't had the number one overall pick since 1941. Harmon's dad was our guy. And they're saying we're going to get a number one. We don't do number one picks in Chicago, Peter, or Dr. Schrager, whatever your name is in this segment. Make me feel better.
0: There was a moment in your life where things were unbelievable, and it was 1985. And yet I feel like you've been coming here for the last... 40 years, and you still mention this freaking 19... Buddy Ryan, God rest his soul, is no longer here. He's not Don't walking... Don't say it. He's not walk, the 4-6 defense is no longer... Don't say it. Richard Dent is in the Hall of Fame. He's not here. Life was better then, Doc. I Music know. was... I
3: was listening to Duran Duran and watching Dan Hampton chase people. Why can't it be back? I know. I would just want it
0: back. I know. But we have to look beyond the past and look towards the future. Young quarterback, okay? Young wide receiver... And this NFC North Division might be down. I think there's a chance that the Bears could show improvement, and it's a fresh start. You have a 36 year old general manager. Do you know how old he was when the Bears won in 1985 and Gary Fensick did his thing? That
3: was a great time.
0: Yeah, it was great. He wasn't even alive back then.
3: There was a time they, they did a music video. I know, Super Bowl Shuffle. You know what this doctor just told me? He made me feel better by saying, There's a chance they could show improvement. That's your diagnosis. That's supposed to make... Give me something.
0: What are we doing? I just want you to appreciate what you have, and you've got a lot of great things going what on. What do I got? I'm telling you what, these Cubs are lighting it up right now. Hey, listen, these, I these don't Chicago acknowledge that Cubs team in the are... north
3: suburbs. How dare you? just judged me. The White Sox are two back in the central. Don't you ever mention the C word in this program again. You understand what I'm saying? Wrigley is, is a tourist trap with yuppies from Big Ten schools and sorority girls. I'm a White Sox fan, and I used to be a Bears fan. I don't know what I'm here to cheer for. I don't feel much better than when I walked in here.
0: Tony LaRusso will make it all okay. Uh, thank you so much, my friend. Mama's
3: boy Otis was one of a kind. The ladies all love him for his body 80, and his mind. The,
0: the, the Blues Brothers are quite That's a while right. ago. Okay, 80s. 80s uh, from one doctor to another, this man is the doctor of news. He is a legend.
1: Visit BuyAToyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
2: You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding.